Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. And now, Dear John... Dear John, it seems no matter how much Iowa wins, the Hawkeyes get no respect. Sincerely, Rusty in Carroll. Well, Rusty, I guess there's only one thing left to do. Win the whole f***ing thing. Live from WHOHD, it's Sound Off with Keith Murphy and John Sears. Featuring Andy Fails with What's Bugging Andy. Now, get ready to sound off. Cyclones win a basketball tourney. Hawks beat number 20, Wichita State. Bulldog women still undefeated. Panthers win a football playoff game. Number two, Hawks drop the clones on the wrestling mat. Dowling three-peats. But all that takes a backseat to hot topics, right? A couple more important things going on. Many hot topics, but two stand out. The Cyclones hire Toledo's Matt Campbell. Campbell's charged with getting ISU back to bowl games. He arrived in Ames this evening. Iowa State will introduce Campbell tomorrow after he watches Sound Off tonight. Mm. And the Hawkeyes complete a perfect regular season, and the Hawks won game number 12 at Nebraska. Iowa plays Michigan State Saturday for the Big Ten title. Iowa wins, and they're a lock for in. college football's Final Four. Iowa State took one week to hire new football coach Matt Campbell. It's not every day you pick a guy who just beat you during the season. Can't beat him, hire him. How will a hot young coach from Toledo work out at Iowa State? I don't know. You don't know. I do know Campbell looks like a good fit. He turned 36 today. Happy birthday, by the way. And Campbell won more than twice as often as he lost at, Tol at Toledo. He's a player's coach, strong recruiter, reputation for high character, emphasizes line play, runs an offense that works well with Joel Lanning, Mike Warren, and L Alan Lazard. Unlike former defensive coordinators Paul Rhodes and Gene Chizik, Campbell has head coaching experience, and his background is offense. All that sounds good. I like the hire but we don't know. I saw smart media people rave about the slam dunk hires of Greg McDermott and Todd Licklider, the touchdown of Gene Chizik instead of Brian Kelly or Jim Harbaugh. How'd that all work out? We don't know, we don't. Welcome Matt Campbell, we're Iowa nice. I hope he's Jamie Pollard's next Hoiberg hire. Speaking of Pollard, he moved quickly and smartly. When a coach like Mark Richt is fired, it's a flooded market. And for those who think Pollard's job is on the line, how do I put this delicately? You're wrong. Did you see Pollard help hold the Big 12 together? Have you seen the TV money? 
Have you seen Jack Trice Stadium lately? The football complex. How about Johnny's at Hilton? Pollard is secure. Hiring ISU football coaches, a crapshoot since 1892. As for Paul Rhodes, this was hard. I know of no one in Cyclone country who didn't want Rhodes to succeed. Rhodes came from Cyclone Central casting, but he did not win enough. The bar at Iowa State has to be higher than eight wins in three seasons. Yes, the schedule's brutal, which is why you must find a way to win, not find a way to lose the close ones. Rhodes doesn't think he should be fired, and neither do many people close to him. It's a raw nerve. But just because Cyclone fans keep showing up in record numbers does not mean six straight losing seasons should be accepted. Even the Cubs got tired of that. The best part of sports, it's unscripted. We don't know the outcome. We often think we do, but we don't. The Iowa Hawkeyes are 12-0. and zero. I don't care what level of football you're playing, undefeated is hard. Ask Alabama, home loss. Ask Oklahoma, losers to a bad Texas team. Ask Michigan State, lost to Nebraska. Kirk Ferentz says football is not gymnastics. There are no style points. The object is to score at least one more than your opponent. Iowa is a perfect 12. Ferentz says you can't do better than that, and he's right. Apologize for nothing. Sports Illustrated could not stop the Hawks. Suck it, Jinx. And maybe <laughs> Michigan State can't either. I don't know. Just like I don't know if Matt Campbell will take Cyclone football to new heights. But I do know no one can take the ride away from Hawkeye fans. And it came when no one expected it. Those are the best rides of all. Yes, Keith, they are. I think the Hawkeyes are finally starting to get a little respect from the national media after the win over Nebraska. I do find it funny that people are up in arms about Husker quarterback Tommy Armstrong and how terrible he is. Armstrong threw four picks against Iowa. But people forget that same Tommy Armstrong threw for 320 yards and two touchdowns against Michigan State. He threw for 261 and three touchdowns against Minnesota. I'm certainly not saying Armstrong is a great quarterback, but I do think Iowa's defense deserves credit for forcing Armstrong into some bad decisions. I think Kirk Ferentz cemented his place as the greatest coach in Iowa history. Forrest Evashevsky has an argument, and I'm as big of a Hayden Fry fan as anyone. But what Ferentz did this year has never been done. Ferentz has just as many bowl wins in three less seasons as Fry. Ferentz has four top ten finishes. Fry has two. Hayden has one more Big Ten title, but that could change on Saturday. Fry has three ten-win seasons. Ferentz, five. Kirk was an easy target before the season for the haters, no doubt about it. But even before this year, his legacy was pretty good. 2015 tilted the scales in favor of Ferentz. No Hawkeye team has ever had an undefeated regular season until now. Kirk Ferentz deserves credit. A few more wins, and this won't even be an argument. What if Iowa just wins the whole... Never mind, we better not do that. Let's get <laughs> to some live phone that. calls here. Dobby in West Des Moines. Dobby, Matt Campbell, new head coach of the Iowa State Cyclone football team. What do you think? Hey, hey Keith, it's me. It's not Dobby, it's Caesar. I, I hope Matt Campbell is as nice as Rhodes. I, ho I hope he uh, is respectful to the players. And now, uh, Rhodes, if you can hear me, um, I'm praying for you. I hope, I hope you find something you like to do, buddy, because uh, keep your head up, because I love you as a, as a dad. Nicely said, Cheezer. Uh, John the cheese is off in the top? Is that, is that the first time ever? First time off the top for the Cheezer. John and Osceola, what do you think of the Campbell hire uh, after what you've read or heard so far? 
you know, I hope we got a good coach that's coming our way because there could be many, many, many bad things that could happen, and they would all be blamed on him, and I would certainly hate to have his reputation get drugged down into the pits as Fred, or as, uh, not Fred Hoiberg, his reputation's good, but as Paul Rhodes' uh, reputation, um, you know, because I, I think we got a good football team, but we just need a good coach to, to get us through these hard times, and I hope he's the guy to do it. Why are you concerned about his, his reputation? Because if, if he comes into this football team and he, they go down the tubes just like they did with, with Paul Rhodes, then his reputation might go down from being the good coach that he originally was. I think the difference is, you know, every coach that's in the MAC wants to make that jump to the Power Five. Mm -hmm. Not all of them are going to get offers by Georgia or USC or the big boys. He took a chance on Iowa State. He's taken a chance that he can improve over three, four wins. He, he thinks he can get him to six, seven, and eight. He has a different philosophy than Paul Rhodes. He's 36 years old. He's been a head coach. I think mm -hmm. being a head coach was huge for Jamie Pollard in making this hire. As you I, don't think he, I don't think he would have hired somebody who did no, not have a coaching experience. because the previous experience. two were defensive coordinators, mm -hmm. and they didn't work out. So I think he went in a different direction. The young guy that, that Missouri wanted, you know, other programs wanted this guy. So Pollard acted quickly and got the guy he wanted. Yeah, Matt Campbell could have gone somewhere else. I don't have any doubt about that. Not with as many jobs as there are open to the market. He turned 36 years old today. Toledo beat Iowa State and Arkansas this season, and he's had a, a couple, a few nine-win seasons. Chris in Iowa City, home of the undefeated Hawkeyes, Big Ten Championship game Saturday night. Chris, how are you enjoying the ride? I am loving every second of this. I, I mean, it, it's so great when I realized earlier today when uh, looking at some bowl projections uh, that we can talk about uh, a non-Rose Bowl New Year's Six Bowl being a disappointing end to the season. Uh, I mean, we went from Kirk Ferentz sitting in a nest to just an absolute, as I've said before, Kirk a palooza. So still, still haven't I lost since uh, Kirk's out of the Kirk nest. Kirk a Thank you, Chris. Let's get a quick thought from Mike in Des Moines. And there is Kirk in, in the, the nest. nest. Still haven't lost since Kirk's out of the <laughs> nest, Mike. I love Kirk. Thanks for uh, the Cyclones ruining our parade today, but uh, I hope we beat Michigan State. It's a long shot, but. I guess we'll see. I don't think it should be considered a long shot. You just beat Nebraska. Michigan State couldn't do it. Well, we haven't. Our schedules have been sucked this year. So <laughs> I hope I hope we can dominate and get to the playoffs, but we'll see. Uh, Iowa usually wins the turnover battle. Iowa plays really smart assignment football. Uh, Iowa does not, this Iowa team doesn't make mistakes. I, I think they can hang with most anybody. I think they can, too. I don't know gonna, that they'll win, but they can hang. It's, it's going to boil down to the defense. The defense has to slow Connor Cook down. They can't give up long runs. they got to dominate the line of scrimmage, and their defense has to keep them in it because I don't know if the offense is going to put up 40 points, but I think they can score 28 to 35. So I think the defense, though, has to keep them in this game. Desmond King needs to forget about the interception record and just go back to being Desmond King. And not miss any more team meetings. Time for lookalikes with a local connection, Old Spice judges. Louis Jordan thinks Iowa football coach Kirk Ferentz looks like iconic actor Kurt Russell. All right, comparing Kirk to a legend, Old Spice. Oh, you know, he doesn't it, like it. It's closer than I thought, though. It's closer than I thought when I read the email. And from the, oh, okay, I got you, I got you. Double buzzer. Old Spice is upset. And from the Emerald Coast Classic. Steve Prohm interviewed by Steve Prohm, or was that Doug Gottlieb interviewing Doug Gottlieb? I, I don't know. As Gottlieb said, he's been cloned.
your hearts and homes to those less fortunate than we are. You know, there's a big group of them headed this way. It's next in What's Bugging Andy. Like us on Facebook, Sound Off Nation. Kevin writes, if the Big Ten Championship was like the Big 12, Iowa would be champs already. We have to win 13 games to be named champs, unlike the 11 that Oklahoma had to win. Not right. David writes, what a special season this has been. Kirk coaching for his job before the season. Now who could imagine anyone else running the program? Who is this rejuvenated guy on the sidelines? Don't want this season to end. That's not over yet. Michael writes, you can see why Jamie liked him, Campbell. It's a good thing he moved fast with the 20 D1 coaching vacancies already. Jamie really earned his paycheck navigating this transition. Well, I don't know that I've ever seen Andy quite like this. Ever? Ever. It's a public service. What's bugging Andy? Uh, guys, can we actually lose this silly cartoon for a minute? I, I got something serious today. All right, there's a very sensitive topic out there that makes many of you turn away in discomfort. But this is the holiday season, and I'd like to ask you for just a few minutes of your valuable time. The topic is just what to do about a group of prospective refugees likely headed this way. Now, my fear is that the governor will put his foot down and will feel compelled to slam the door, but hear me out, will you? These aren't bad people. They'll be grateful. They'll be awestruck by this land of plenty. They'll be tantalized by our lifestyle and they'll want to stay here forever. And they're coming whether you like it or not. In fact, they'll be in Ames on Tuesday night. They're North Dakota State fans. They could care less about that basketball game at Hilton Coliseum. This is their chance at a better life. They're going to dash out those doors after the game, try to slip past the INS agents and hide out on campus until Governor Branstead grants them asylum. Don't worry about the cold. They're from North Dakota. Ames is basically on the equator to them. It happens every time, all right? For example, August of 2014, North Dakota State beats the Cyclones in football. Sigurd Tollefson, previously of Grand Forks, hid out under the south end zone stands after the game and just stayed here in Iowa. And he's still here. Yeah, he sells cashews and fishing tackle at the Mills Fleet Farm. And he's found a better life. But that's nothing. Ole and Lena Bergsland, back in Minot, North Dakota, life was bleak. But then they came to Iowa, and now look at them. <laughs> They're living it up. North Dakotans are good people, guys. Don't give them the boot. Give them a hand. They only want the simple things in life, like uh, jeans that don't buckle at the shoulders, or a cell phone that doesn't have a hinge in the middle of it and play Yankee Doodle when it rings. To North Dakota State fans, these are lavish luxuries. You know what's going on back in their homeland, don't you? I mean, it's horrific. It's just a big fracking mess. They're tired of getting fracked over. So fracking tired, tired of all the frickin' fracking that they just want to say, frack this place and get the frack out of there. Relief centers will be standing by in Ames with warm beds and hot meals. Host families are all lined up to start taking these people in and ESL teachers will be on hand to help them begin to work all the yas and you betches out of their grammatical systems. It'll be a group effort, and in the end, you'll feel good about it, I swear. I'm Andy Fails, and that's what's bugging me. Oh, boy. Oh. 
That did not go the direction I thought no. it was going. The Hawkeyes have done a lot of these sprints this season. Who's in your five has more of them, plus live calls, 282-9010. Follow us on Twitter, at SoundOff13. Brian writes, Iowa 2015, basically 2005 Big 12 North champs. Ooh. Mark responds to the hiring of Matt Campbell. I'm sure it will be the same excitement as the Chiswick and Rhodes hires. And we all know how those turned out. Brian writes, very pleased with the hire. I think Pollard did great work to get him. The cabinet isn't bare. He can and will win. Ed says, I knew it was possible, but saw little last year to predict this. Keep going, Hawkeyes. We've wanted this since 1960. Who's in your five? After zero trophies last season, here's the Hawkeyes 2015 trophy case. Number five, the Cyhawk trophy. It's a good one. Number four, the Heartland trophy. The big brass bowl. Number three, Floyd of Rosedale. That's three? That could be one, couldn't it? Uh, we're going in order that they got these back. Oh, okay. Number two, the Heroes trophy. Okay. And one more to go, it would be the big one, the Stag Championship Trophy. It goes to the Big Ten title winner. That'd be the best one ever if they can get that one. Randy is in Urbandale. Uh, Randy, what are your thoughts on the Hawkeyes and their chances coming up Saturday night? Uh, I, I think they're good. Um, do you, uh, I got two questions for you. Um, do you know what the point spread is yet? Four. Michigan State favored by four. Is it four? I thought it was, I thought it was I, I figured four and a half. Okay, Michigan right, right it probably is gonna, it's going to fluctuate in the next day or so. Michigan State looked great against Penn State, and uh, Iowa, more incentive than ever to win. Uh, it's probably not a guarantee uh, or maybe even likely that Iowa goes to the Rose Bowl if they lose to Michigan State. So control your own destiny. Keep winning, right, Randy? Exactly. And my second question is, um, oh, uh, is, is Michigan State the best, I guess, well, the best, team that we could play, I guess the best matchup that we can play besides Ohio State or Michigan. Thanks for the question, Randy. Is, is he talking the, the best matchup for Iowa to play against? Yes. I, yes. I think so. Uh, I think Maybe I, Michigan. Michi Michigan probably, you, then Michigan State. You want to face Rudock or Cook? You want to face Rudock yes. because I think you know how to defense him. Right. Uh, Michigan State is the wild card. They can score a lot, but they, the, you know, I, I don't think they're – when all cylinders are firing, I think Ohio State's the best team. Oof, Ohio yeah. State did not play well against Michigan State, and it cost them, as it should. But I think the Iowa would rather play Michigan State than Ohio State. Boy, Michigan saw how good Ohio State can be when the Buckeyes are all engines firing, uh, all cylinders firing. Randy in Webster City. Uh, Randy, what do you think? Well, hey, I'm a lifelong Cyclone fan, and I'd like to ask the Iowa fans who they think their next coach is going to be next year because they've been calling for Ferentz's head for – how many years now? And now they're undefeated. I am no one's calling for his head right now. Exactly. I'm personally rooting for Iowa. I hope they get to the national title game. But uh, the, the Campbell hire at Iowa State, I don't know how he is. He looks like a good coach. But uh, I, I, don't want, I don't know what you guys think. Well, he, he, he does. Everything, he check, I think he checks every box. Easily. But, but we don't know how yeah. that's going to work out. It's a tough job. But uh, what you see, what you hear, what you read, you like. And look, a lot of it boils down with recruiting for Iowa State. They're not going to get the best players. They never have, they never will. So you, but you got to get guys that fit your system. And it's, 
and then develop those You don't guys. want to compare him to Iowa, but it is somewhat a comparison because Iowa doesn't get the best players either. But they, but Kirk Ferentz is great at developing two- and three-star guys and turning them into four-stars by the time they're seniors. So that's what Iowa State needs to focus on, get guys that fit his system and turn them into great players that you can get eight, nine wins, and it's not going to shock people. That becomes a consistent yearly thing that just happens. Well, a uh, guy who knows his football told me that Campbell has a plan, and he will work that plan immediately at Iowa State. He's not coming in wondering how to run the program. He has a plan. You know what's a good day? When you're making 490000 now you're making two mil. And it's your birthday. That's a good day. Yeah, that's right. I got a, I got a Blue Streak DVD on, on my 36th birthday. Is that Martin Lawrence? It blue is. Streak? Yeah. Brother, brother Blue-ray blue or just regular DVD? It, there wasn't any Blu-ray when I turned 36. Oh, sorry. Paul Rhodes wore a hard hat to say goodbye to his hard-working players, Rhodes and Ferentz. Both part of Face-Off next. Time for Face-Off. The Hawkeyes just played what I think was the biggest game in program history. 11-0, now 12-0. Murph, you know I'm right, right? Wrong. It's still number one Iowa beating number two Michigan on last second field goal in 1985, but you're almost right, John. Saturday against Michigan State, that now becomes the biggest game in Hawkeye football history. Could one argue the Big Ten title game is the biggest game in our state's history period? Ever? Debatable. But given our country's obsession with football right now and how much more popular football is than basketball, a de facto play-in game for the football Final Four? I'd say recent history for sure. In my 25 years covering Iowa sports, only Iowa State's Elite Eight game against Michigan State comes close. Kirk Ferentz suspended Desmond King one quarter in Iowa's then most important game of the year. Right. King was reportedly late for a team meeting. Some say too harsh, others say too light. What say you? I think there's a larger point. No one outside the Hawkeye locker room would have known if Ferentz just looked the other way. But Ferentz would know, King would know, and every player in that locker room would know. Doing the right thing when no one's looking, that's integrity. Desmond, don't miss the team meeting this week. There's a big one on Saturday. We've heard from a few Cyclone fans who think Jamie Pollard moved so quickly on a replacement, it was disrespectful to Paul Rose. It's a business. Pollard had to move fast or go to the back of the line. It does seem cold, but we've all worked with someone who was fired and quickly replaced, and none of them left with $4.6 million. Ooh. There was an outpouring of love and respect for Rhodes, and he deserves it. I enjoyed covering Rhodes and yeah. liked that I could always ask him a direct question. I think he appreciated that, and Rhodes always provided good answers. He did. The Hawkeyes, again, dominated the Cyclones on the mat. Iowa has won 42 of the past 44. That's not good for the rivalry. No, rivalries require both sides winning and the outcome in doubt. This should be a great wrestling rivalry. I mean, state of Iowa, the best wrestling rivalry. Should be. It's up to Iowa State to make it so again. You can always email the show, sound off at whotv.com. ESPN's College Game Day will be in Indianapolis for the Big Ten title game. I'm guessing it's so they either tell Iowa fans, we told you so, or hand the Hawkeyes a restraining order regarding the playoff if they win. <laughs> Shane in Marshalltown. Ashamed at the way the Cyclone football team played for Rhodes in the final game. Really thought the team would play hard and give him one last win, but not even close. That's Brian's from Cyclone Nation. I think Iowa can beat Michigan State, but only if the defense doesn't give up so many third and fourth down conversions. Luckily, that didn't matter against Nebraska, but Michigan State, that may be a different story. 
Go Hawks, Candyman, and Newton. The phone lines are full. We'll try to get to a couple of you before we run out of time. Let's start with Zach in Cedar Falls. Zach, a, a quick point, and we'll move on. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to say I, I don't think this is a good hire for Iowa State. Um, everyone's praising his recruiting ability, but yet um, rumors are surrounding that he's offered about half of his uh, recruits at Toledo um, offers, and there's a reason they were going to play in the MAC instead of a Power Five conference, and I'm just shaking my head on why Pollard moved so fast on him. Well, uh, Toledo's recruiting class was actually ranked ahead of Iowa State, so don't just assume none of those guys can play. And they in, beat Iowa State in, in the Big Twelve. They did beat Iowa State. Uh, John is in St. Charles, but we won't know, and you know, for many years. John, go ahead. John. John, yeah, that's, uh, that's going to do it, and we are going to run out of time. Our apologies to Tammy and Beaverdale, but we have got to get to the final thing here because uh, we're back next week, and we hope you are too. We leave you with the sound-off, send-off, and parental advisory. Yes. Nebraska nice guy is really upset. And this was before Iowa beat Big Red. F*** you, you f***ing Hulkers. You think you're so smart with your dumbass stereotypes and your cootery cartoons? You think Nebraska's full of a bunch of rednecks who can't read? Well, some of us choose not to read, idiot. And I'm warning you, don't mess with Nebraska. We'll kick your ass. The walls at the old mall zoo ain't for keeping the animals in. They're for keeping the Nebraskans out. Go Big Red! Go Big Red! What about your pathetic Kinnick Stadium? Add an undefeated team in his empty most of this season. Bring out some corn! Memorial Stadium, win sold out, which happens every damn game. It's the fourth largest city in Nebraska. Who's small time now, deuce nozzle? And there are more things to do in Nebraska than just watch football games. For example, Nebraska is home to the world's largest porch swing, which can see 25 adults at the same time. So next time you think you know something about Nebraska, remember, we're nice, that's our saying, ass clowns. I'm out. Oh, one more thing. You're probably watching this on one of those computers. <laughs> that was invented in Iowa. So when the f robots come to take over, you know who to f blame. Go Big Red!